0: Gim-a-Pel. Gim-a-Pel. Not really. <laughs> no, it's What? Jim Emily. Flavia. Is it Millennium Emily in Greek? Millennium, yeah, it Something is. Something like that, yeah. Agamisu Malaka is swearing. You can figure out what it is. Oh my god, I think it's I can get Or Singapore is I love you in Greek. Why did we not say that to anybody? We should have said that to Gianni. Oh, well, I mean, um, well, who knows what would have happened. Anywho, Jim uh, Jimappel Laura. <laughs> <laughs> so this is podcast number 12, which is what in a different language. Oh wow! they do Dothy! Spanish. Spanish, very good. Woo! Fresh! Uh, excellent! So this is a fresh perspective on business, just in case you don't know why you're here or listen to yes. us. It's not French or Spanish podcast. No. <laughs> no, and the title of this podcast is Survival of the Fittest: How We Managed to Get Out of Lockdown Alive and In One Piece. Which is, you know, it could be a controversial title, but who cares? So, <laughs> not us, apparently. But <laughs> so we, uh, we've still got holiday blues,
1: oh, even though it's dear. a week
0: later. We do you have holiday blues? Oh, I no. feel like they're really strong this time, and it's because uh, the, because we were really chilled out, and didn't we? we didn't do very we did very little work when we were on holiday, mm. which is good. Don't judge us. Um, but it means coming back is harder. Yeah, it, yeah, because we've always tend to do a little bit of work when we're on holiday, and then... You don't really feel like you've shut off, but I suppose we feel like we've shut off. (laughs) Shit-of. And that's hard. It is we. So, we are just for, just in case you've you've zoomed in. (laughs) Zoomed in? (laughs) What are you talking about? Are you drunk? (laughs) (laughs) Emily's been on the gin again. She has a glass of clear liquid, and I'm starting to think that it's not water. (laughs) Oh, God, no, tuned in. Just in case you've tuned in on Dothay. And you're thinking, I don't know what they are or what they do. Well neither We are, are, we. <laughs> we are two sisters. Uh, who run a recruitment business with a twist what are the twists emily what are the twists so we do not charge for placement fees no we do not we do not specialize because we become your partner and we work on anything and everything that you want us because we are there to support you and your recruitment needs so that could be to place a particular person or it could be some training we could be educating you on interviewing or branding there's loads of stuff that we do and uh, we work with ethics values and morals and integrity and we do everything in the most honest Of ways. And we promise to fill the vacancies that we take on as well. Yeah, and that's because we don't just take on any old crap. We will tell you if you're looking for unicorn, shit, (laughs) then we will tell you. We will tell you. You have to be flexible. (laughs) Yeah, and this is the difference, I suppose, because a lot of agencies wouldn't necessarily tell you that. They'll be like, yeah, and then they'll just never answer your calls again. Oh yeah, and you think that they're working hard on your behalf. You're like, I've not heard from them for weeks, but that is because they're clearly too busy speaking to amazing candidates then probably not no they've probably gone this is too hard but I don't want to tell them just in case I do actually I do I may happen happen upon an amazing candidate that I can send over so they won't tell you they can't do it because they still they still have a glimmer of hope that they can yeah. fill it which you never know you know they might be able to but could be like nine months down the line nine which? months down the line and then you know you could have had a baby in that time <laughs> You could! Like our baby Jane! Baby Jane! So we've got some really, really big-ass news. Do we? Yeah. What? What paper have we been in? (gasps) Oh my goodness! I mean, now that she knows what we're talking about. I know, like, what's big news? (laughs) It's, no yesterday's paper. It's it's huge news! fish and chip mappers, is that what people say? Don't know, I've never heard it. (laughs) (laughs) In the Sunday Times! (gasps) Bum bum bum. Bit of a step up from the uh, Lancashire Post and the Trolley Guardian. Not that we are No, we are very supportive of both of those newspapers. Brilliant. Newspapers. And we are very appreciative that we have been in them both multiple times. But we're in the Times now. (laughs) We are in a broadsheet. Like, it's so. I don't think I've ever bought a broadsheet. It was £3. What? £3 for a newspaper. Shit. It's the biggest newspaper I've ever had. It's in big, like. You have to unfold it. It's like this big. I can imagine, I can see a guy with glasses, cross-legged, People sat there the with house. his, yeah, with it, like, in the morning. People unfold it, get the section out, and then fold it up to read, so it's what not a massive like, piece. What's the point in this? I don't really know. I mean, I But don't... anyway, we love the fellow, we've been in it! Thank you so much to Peter, um who, um, who uh, interviewed us, and uh, wanted our thoughts on... Uh, how we would come out of lockdown and dealt with coronavirus. Yeah. What are our thoughts on the job market? On the blooming job market. I mean, honestly, we are we are moving in different circles nowadays. And um, moves in the shakers of the world. <laughs> yes. cut so, shakers. That's probably some pretty big news for us at the moment. So if you want a copy, <laughs> we can get you one. We can, can post that. Yeah, and you can frame it and put it on your wall. We could photocopy the one we have. Yeah. Yeah, well, we don't it's have to get a the original. It's a tiny article, we've had to buy it. No, it's not. Piece of paper and articles about as big as our phones put together. I was just going to say, as big as our phones. Shh, but It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It's on page two of the business section. Yeah. So, what else is going on? What else, what else is going on? Um, so, Jane, we said before, baby Jane's having a baby. Yeah, Baby Jane is having a baby. Baby Jane's baby started moving, but it's like there's an alien inside. Oh, him. it's so weird. And we've actually been talking about kids and stuff recently and saying, so me and Laura oh, are in our 30s. And probably not. They're no, in not. <laughs> don't give the, give the jiggies up. So, don't give the game away. Yeah, but we could be bought. oh no, It wouldn't do me a... Yeah, it's doing me a disservice if I say that I'm like early 30s because I am early 30s. But we've never really considered having children before. And not that we're going to... Do it right now. We're not going to have kids right now. <laughs> but we are more open to the idea of why, having Sprog's why out. Why are we more open to it? I don't know. It's top- Since we watched Working Mums on Netflix. Oh, yes, Working Mums. He's so good. <laughs> it's a Canadian programme. Oh, yes. hilarious. You need to watch it if you've not. All of them. There's four series as well, so you can binge... You can binge like a bitch and it's honestly so... Oh, so yeah. I totally forgot about that. I forgot the roots. But then when Jane's baby moves, it makes us not want children No, anymore. it's like there's a little, tiny alien trying to get out, outside, let out, out of a, let, let me out. Let me out. I don't like out. it in here. It's too hot. So I booked an appointment with the powerlifting muscle physio man, Tom Martin. Tom Martin. Woo, Tom Shut Martin. Uh, who I'm really, really scared to go to. This is going to be... Last week of August that I'm gonna be going to see him. When Laura comes back from seeing him, he's like a, a powerlifting physio person. When she comes back, she's she looks like an aubergine and because of all the bruises on her And and then she's basically recommended him to me. What well, did she if, say? Is that sometimes I don't know if you've ever been to a physio and you just feel like they've tickled you and moved your arms and legs around a bit. This is not what happens. He beats my muscles into submission, which is what we need because they're very stupid. Mm, yeah, I am really scared though. Emily's been very brave. I'm going with her as for moral support. Mm, yeah, so that's to make sure she actually goes. Yeah, yeah. So Laura's gonna hold my hand. We're gonna go to Salford. I mean, for goodness' sake, <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything about Salford. Hey! Oh, we love Salford. So after our holiday, we got reunited with all of our animals. We're on oh. like eight minutes now, so we're gonna have to I'm like uh, we need to talk about Jenny Hyland and the remote. Do you want me to play it? I don't know if you want me to hear it. So, so we I all apologise if you can't hear it. So we all got reunited with our animals after coming back from Crete and I mean I cried when when I was hugging Lenny. It's and very this emotional. Is <laughs> <This is laughs> if you want the video of it, let us know and I'll WhatsApp it to you. <laughs> so it's an emotional <laughs> um, reuniting of um, mother and son. <laughs> mother and son. They see each other at long last. And then Jenny was really... I mean, all the pugs were happy to see me, although I don't think Alfie knew I'd gone. <laughs> um, Jenny just kept trying to buy my nose, and then she went and got in my suitcase once I'd emptied it, as though she was thinking, right, I know Gee, what you're to do. You're not going again. If she goes, I'm going with her next time. And then um, Pete's told me that when I'm not there, and he's, he's been with her, she follows me around everywhere, Jenny. She's like my shadow. But she howls, and I'd never, ever no. heard her do it until today. I was on the couch, and I think she thought I'd gone, and she couldn't find me. And she howled three times, but I only managed to get my phone in time for the last one. So I will play it, but you'll have to, hopefully you can hear it. I need to start it from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And she lifts her head up like a, like a little wolf. Like a little, I thought, cow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a cow. Small. <laughs> small cow <laughs> the tiniest cow that you would have ever seen yeah she seen. is a very she's very like, small cow she's like what's <laughs> she smaller than I can't a cat a <laughs> cat yeah. yeah she's like a rabbit with long legs she is mm. and a curly tail yeah so I think that's moving on from from introductions okay, For this, so we what, have been talking a long time what's the next section it's our theme of the week why haven't we got any instruments yet we have we should to get them out Oh we've got a triangle? No. Keyboard? No. Cylophone? No. What have we got? Bongos. <laughs> no babe. That's it's not a bongo kind of tune. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh that's all I've got. Oh. Why don't you supply them? I'm gonna actually order a ukulele though. So I reckon I could do that. I, yeah, I might order a triangle. We'll order a triangle, yeah. We will come. We will come at you it? with instruments. No, definitely not. Okay. No. Or a gong. Anyway I think that might be too loud. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, so our theme is uh, survival of the fittest and we are linking that to having made it through lockdown and so far dealt with coronavirus and the impact it's had on the economy, yeah. I suppose, and our personal yeah. lives. Uh, so we've made it through, we um, business is still open, it's still alive, we are making money, we managed to turn a profit in year four despite coronavirus, despite a government election and despite Brexit. I mean, what oh. a year, It our fourth year... Was I know it's meant, it meant to get easier at this point. I thought our fourth year would be easier. Really? I thought once you got Blame past wasn't. the hurdle of your third year as a new business, so, you know, it's so all easy, easy sailing from there. Easy sailing, yeah. Easy sailing. That that good old saying. The plain sailing. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> we will easy sailing off with you. But well, yeah, hopefully year five will be easier than year four, yeah. I would appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. So I suppose it all started for us, like when they'd actually announced that you couldn't work from the office, from your workplace anymore, we, we had to close the office. And so, oh Very God, personal. that was a really sad day, wasn't it? Really, it, really emotional. It felt like, because the girls packed up everything they needed, so we, we gave them, the, let them take their monitors and the keyboards in the mouth so they were comfortable and at home. they blooming chairs. <laughs> and the chairs. We didn't want us to get, you know, bad backs and bad posture just because we were at home. We right? care about our team. We do care about them. So... And we turned round, turned the lights off, and like, there was chairs missing, there was no monitors, no computers, no people. It almost felt apocalyptic, it? felt it? like we were closing, like, yeah. down. Yeah. Which is awful, so we had Did a we big cry. A <laughs> <you> big cry. <laughs> yeah, we cry when we're happy, when we're sad, when we're angry. We, just, we do like to, uh, yeah, we do like to cry, but it was, it was tough, wasn't it? But I suppose, we didn't furlough anyone, so we kept all our staff on full time, and we decided to make a big plan before we got into it and it was about making sure that we had software available so teams trello slack which is instant messenger all these kind of different things so that we could communicate with our team because we are so close and we needed to yeah. keep that up didn't we and stay connected stay connected keep morale high because we knew it was going to be hard yeah you know working from home for a week's not too bad but working from home for what was it three months god yeah was so it's work. over three months, is it? Because it was the beginning of March. I mean, we're in August now. I know. I do feel like it's gone really fast, though, even though it kind of felt really slow at the time. It's weird. Very strange. But we made it through. Um, we just pushed all of our... I mean, the recruitment fell over a cliff, which was a bit traumatising. Yeah. But we, we we focused all our efforts into not worrying about that, but thinking, right... What can we do? I actually watched... Um, someone sent me a video of Simon Sinek, and he was on a Zoom with his team. don't, don't know if you know about Ooh, him. He, yes. does start, um, he wrote the book, Start With Why, and um, would definitely recommend listening to it or reading it. Hey, uh, Simon. Hi, Simon. Shout out to you. And um, he's saying that it's not unprecedented what happened. It has happened, but not in such a big scale. It's happened to individual industries. And it's the people that adapt, that survive. Yep. And it's like, well, I can't do that anymore. So you're just not going to do that. You're not going to do anything. It's the businesses that go, I can't do that. So what can we do? Yes. And it really inspired us. And we're like, okay, we can't do recruitment right now. But what can we do? So we did online training. Uh, in the form of webinars, and that went really well. And we just pushed all of our efforts and energy and enthusiasm into marketing, social media, and videos, didn't oh, we? Oh, yeah. And it honestly, it worked really well. Like We we just went out there with a bang, didn't we? And we got really, really good feedback. We started inspiring and influencing other people to do more of what we were doing because it had worked for us. And we just, we were everywhere. And we still are everywhere, but it's kind of chilled out a little bit. It's sort of plateaued in a way, hasn't it? But we yeah. just needed to do whatever it absolutely took to to stay open to be visible to be out there I think Joel wraps it up really nicely on on the um I did a podcast the stay hungry podcast and he said the businesses that businesses were told to stop doing what they were doing and they just did it they actually did just stop and then mm-hmm. the businesses that haven't survived and I'm not saying if you're a business owner out there and you did everything you could and it still didn't work then I'm really really sorry that's happened but yeah. a lot of people and if did you couldn't, kind of give up if you couldn't carry on yeah and there was nothing you could do then obviously we are not talking about you because We can't you can't we can't talk about all individual situations. We are generalizing here. Yeah, definitely. Don't give us any grief, please Please don't. Please don't! We've not even got to grind my gears. (laughs) But yeah, and and I think we just tried to be super positive, didn't we? And you brought your ankle, so you were in a pretty negative space. You couldn't exercise. And yeah, so there was a lot of different things that we had to deal with, but we 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 were a united front. We came together. And we absolutely were not going to go down without a seriously intense fight. (laughs) Yeah, our team brought it as well. It was emotional. Um, It was a really emotional time for us. And for many reasons, it was scary, fearful. It was worrying. But it was also, we learned a lot and our business is more robust. And one thing that really shone through is the amazing people that we actually have working for us. And the fact that they brought it every, every time, every day, more than once. Going above and beyond the extra mile Just ab- working the little tushes off for us Oh yeah, it was really good That was a phone ringing It's oh. not It's not a sound effect No, I did have it on silent But I had to turn it off silent to play Jenny Howling Jenny Howling And then she just hung up on somewhere, And that could have been a seriously important call And that is because we love our listeners Yeah, you are very important You I are our pre- number one priority I am present with you guys right now She did who's calling. a flash that She's ended Ooh. it Straight away. Who Who wants to be a millionaire? You want on his fastest finger first. Got to get the question right Got to get the question right. Right, so I think we should move on now because we're not doing too bad for time. We're on 15 minutes. We're nearly 16. And I think we should move on to the next. What's that? Oh. It's you. Oh, it's me. Grinding my gears. Grinding my gears. So what's been grinding your gears, Loz? Oh, client people not paying the bills. Oh yeah, well, that that's does really upset been us. Pissing me off recently. Whoa, I know, and I, I, that is the biggest word I've used on the podcast. Is how, how strongly I feel about it. Yeah, Very upsetting, yeah. and it's not necessarily not paying. It's just not paying when they're supposed to, and then. You know, we get Debbie in accounts to chase them up and um, they just ignore her. And then I get involved and then they ignore me. And then the surprise when we ring up and be like, excuse me, what are you playing at? Why are you not paying us? Who, me? They're like, what? I didn't know I had to pay. i like, are you joking? Are you joking? Are you joking? Are you joking? Yeah, so that is really, really annoying. I don't know why people do this because we, we put a lot of time, effort, resources and it costs us a lot to recruit because we don't just, it's not just time. We do, we'll defend a lot on advertising, boosted posts, all Social that kind media of stuff. campaigns. Yeah, and so when the people don't pay us when they need to, it really does impact us. So please, if you, and I think as well, like if you expect to be paid on time, then you need to be paying other people on time. We do. And we do. And so why is it not happening? Why is the law of attraction you know not working for us? I would say 70% of the time we pay early. Yeah. Because we're trying to inspire others to do the same. Yeah. yeah. Please do that. And it, no, it, when you look at actually all of our clients, it, it, they are absolutely in the minority. But that's why we're talking about it on Grand. My it's just Gears. been recently. There's been yeah. a bit of a flurry of naughty people, mm. very very naughty. What else do clients upset us about? Oh, not telling about holidays. Yeah, we have, and we even asked them specifically. We have them um, once they come on board as a customer, we've agreed terms, and, um, <laughs> and we pass it over to the fabulous delivery team, which consists of James, Veronica, and Ellen. And they have what we call a project kickoff call to get, so everyone's on the same page and we ask specifically then, are there any days you can't do interviews, they're going on holiday, because obviously if they were going on holiday in a few days' time, two weeks, there's no point starting the recruitment process Mm. until the back end of that time, so they had candidates to look out when they come back. But recently we've had probably two or three customers that have not told us about holidays, very very naughty no I know it is really naughty because we do recruit very very differently it's just given me an idea for an actual podcast about talking about how we do recruitment okay. you know, and we could dedicate the whole thing to how we do it and educate you on because you'll be thinking now oh, project kickoff caller. when I've worked with agencies before I just tell them what I want and they send really? me CVs and they're not right so we do it very very differently and it's Shock. very intense <laughs> Um, Everyone's always surprised by that. Yeah, you just kinda, I'm just writing it down now. I'm like, FP special podcast. <laughs> special but, podcast. yeah, Every podcast so is if special. you decide to just go on holiday during our process, that's candidates who are left waiting. That's a dip in momentum when we're out there shouting from the rooftops about your amazing opportunity. If you're not here for two weeks, then that is going to really, really, really annoy us because we're not going to be able to do the best job yeah, for you. you lose good candidates in the process because good candidates, whilst you might expect them to wait around for you because your opportunity is amazing, unfortunately for you, there are other amazing opportunities out there on the marketplace and candidates, don't, why should they we have to wait because mm. you've decided to go on holiday and not tell anyone? Yeah, no, definitely. Have we got time for another grandma, gear? We're on 19 minutes. Yeah, maybe. Should we just talk about the... Um, the kind of positive one Ooh, which I think is quite yeah. controversial isn't it so we do share probably more positive stuff than we do negative um Definitely. or emotion yeah we do we do we do that's not a think is it that is a fact but we do share the vulnerable the scary the fearful stuff we The crime videos yeah we cry. oh yeah we've done a bit of that in our time yeah we have but we, we we aren't afraid to be authentic honest and transparent so because we want to encourage other people to do that and if you are your authentic self or online as in on linkedin places like that from a professional perspective you will attract people who are up your street you will attract the right kind of people but i suppose what we keep seeing a lot of is people saying you shouldn't be sharing positive stuff at the moment because that's going to upset the people that are in a negative space and i absolutely do not agree with I this because i know some people who are in a negative space and they've contacted us to say that they actually really appreciate the stuff that we put out there because it does make them feel a bit better, a bit of a glimmer of positivity and hope. And just kind of takes them away from... Their doom and gloom, even if it's just for a few minutes. Mm. And I think the people who are saying this are probably looking at it from a jealousy, sort of envious perspective, which I do understand. It's like, for goodness sake, you know, a bit like if you're having a fat day and you 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 don't feel so good and you see someone looking amazing, then I totally get it, you're like, for goodness sake, I wish I looked like them. So I totally understand it from that perspective. But surely if all we ever saw, I mean, me and Laura decided to be ostriches during lockdown, (laughs) that is an actual decision that we've made because we didn't want to leave ourselves wide open to all the negative stuff out there because we wouldn't have been able to get through this period of time. It would have affected our mental health on a seriously deep level. So we made a conscious decision not to do that. So if everyone didn't share positive news, all you would ever see is the negative. And how would you ever get out of it? No, you wouldn't. Do you remember um, Russell Howard's good news? So yes. he did a, a program because obviously the ten o'clock news is always doom and gloom. Who wants to watch that before you go to bed? No one. Might have bad dreams about negative stuff. And he did his pro, his weekly program was all about positive, funny, inspiring, and uplifting news. And I suppose that's a little bit what we were like yeah. with our social media. Yeah, it is absolutely. Right, I think we should draw Grinding My Gears to a close. We have tried to keep this podcast ever so slightly smaller because we have listened to you and we've looked at the analytics and you want shorter podcasts. And so we are giving you what you want. Yeah, we are. But yeah, we can't get it listen- to 18 minutes. Our average listen time is 18 minutes. But trying to get a podcast with me and Emily who talk forever to 18 minutes is really hard. It's hard. What's it on there? Uh, like 22. Is that the shortest one we've ever done? Yeah. Right, okay, let's wrap it up quick. So you can find us. If you tap us into Google, you will be able to find all the platforms, but we are on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, TikTok and TikTok. And SoundCloud and Spotify. And hopefully by the time you listen to this, Apple. Yes, Apple is on. It's We're on iTunes, aren't we? Is it iTunes or is it podcasts? Well, Apple own it, but we're on iTunes, aren't oh. we? On iTunes podcast. Oh, who knows? I don't know. It's that little podcast symbol that looks like a willy. On your phone. (laughs) Yes, right, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else, have a wonderful rest of your whatever time of day it is, and wherever you are, whatever you're doing, have a nice time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye for now.